Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. So this week, I think we're going to uh, talk a little bit about some injuries. We're going to talk about known suspensions and a couple potential suspensions. And then we're going to get into our top 10 uh, choices each on quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end based on uh, non-PPR versus PPR. So the injuries that I think are going to potentially impact the season, and these are mainly, well, they aren't mainly, they're, they're offensive players who would score in your league. We're not looking at offensive tackles or, or anyone who could impact the game in a, a way, but mainly these players who are going to have an impact. And uh, so we take a look at Zach Wilson, quarterback from the Jets, James Robinson, running back from the Jags, Chris Godwin, wide receiver from the Bucks, Michael Gallup, wide receiver from the Cowboys, Jamison Williams, wide receiver for the Lions, Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver, free agent, Van Jefferson, wide receiver for the Rams, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, both running backs for the Ravens, Sam Darnold, QB for the Panthers, who has now obviously lost the job, starting job, or potential for taking the starting job now that he's injured. Khalil Herbert, running back for the Bears. David Moore and and Keel Harry, wide receivers for the Bears. Matt Stafford, QB from the Rams, not necessarily from the point that he's definitely out, but he's got an injury that could impact his season. Um, Raheem Mostert running back from the Dolphins, Logan Thomas, tight end from the Washington Commanders, Kenneth Walker III, running back for the Seattle Seahawks, and Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver from the Pats. The suspensions that I see uh, looming, or or, excuse me, that already have been um, issued are DeAndre Hopkins missing six weeks, wide receiver for the Cardinals, Calvin Ridley out for the season, wide receiver for the Falcons, and Deshaun Watson, out 12 weeks, QB for the Browns. The possible suspensions are Elvin Kamara, who could have up to six weeks of a suspension, and he's the running back for the Saints. And the other one who has maybe a smaller chance or uh, a chance, a slim chance at, at being uh, suspended is Jerry Judy, the uh, wide receiver for the Broncos. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about the players that uh, we're looking at recommending from a non-point PPR league and a PPR league. So I'm going to discuss my top 10 uh, non-PPR, and I've got Josh Allen standing quite a bit above the second best uh, based on the information that I use to bring out my uh, choices. And so he comes out and Kyler Murray is second. Now, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you know, they're, they're all right there. And in fact, those are my four through five uh, or two through five. Then I've got Hertz, 
I've got Brady, I've got Burrow, I've got Wilson. And the difference between Murray at two and Wilson at nine is about 26 points uh, over the course of the fantasy season. And the difference between Allen at one and Kyler Murray at two was 34 points. So there's a huge discrepancy between one and two, but two to nine are a lot closer. And then 15 points after Russell Wilson, I've got Dak Prescott. So he rounds out my top 10. All right. So my turn, I, you know, just playing in full PPR for pretty much my whole fantasy career. Uh, that's how I base my top 10 off. Uh, mine's got a little more opinion in it versus, uh, you know, some uh, projected points scored. Um, so my top 10, I got Josh Allen, number one. You know, he was the number one overall last year. Uh, he's just going to keep getting better. Um, you know, they did lose Cole Beasley and, uh, uh, another guy that I can't quite remember, but they got, uh, you know, Stefan Diggs, one of the top guys in the league. Um, you got Gabe Davis, <laughs> um, who is just major hype around, should be very good this year. Um, added a couple other guys, you know, Josh Allen's going to get you, you know, probably 600-ish rushing yards in a year or two, um, just because they got that kind of three-headed uh, running back approach this year. So uh, that's why he's my number one. I got number two, Justin Herbert. Um for obvious reasons, I think besides Aaron Rodgers, I think Justin Herbert, it might be one of the better, if not the best, uh, pure just passer in the league. Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen, great possession receiver is kind of what he's evolved into now. Mike Williams burning over the top. Uh, they got a couple guys coming up that they're uh, excited about. Uh, and then you got Eckler is minus Christian McCaffrey is probably the best pass catching back in the league to great safety valve if he needs to dump one off real quick so all right so number three i got lamar jackson uh you know he's gonna get you that uh, you know 800 plus rushing yards um he's just so good in that that standpoint um you know they do have some questions at receiver this year you lose hollywood brown uh that's a huge over the top guy um you know but you still have mark andrews who's probably gonna in my opinion might end up we'll talk about him later i guess <laughs> in our tight end rankings um other than that i've got uh Number four is Mahomes. Um, obviously, you lose Tyreek. That's a huge hit. But they add Juju. They add MVS, who is a speed guy. If he can figure out how to hold on to the football, um, you know, you still got uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, as his top target. He's Kelsey's just, you know, obviously one of the great tight ends. Um, and then, uh, you know, the reason why I've got Mahomes a little bit lower than probably most people do is. You know, he's got some decent rushing, but a lot of times he's just rolling out looking to throw it downfield, which I think might end up hurting him because he does not have that fast twitch Tyreek Hill who can just create separation in an in instant. So uh, number five, um, and Dan and I, sorry, Ozzy, and I were talking about this a, a little bit before. I have Russell Wilson at my five. I think the change in scenery, getting away from Pete Carroll, who is a establish the run first kind of guy, would not let Russ cook. Um, you know, going to Denver and getting a head coach in Hackett, um, you know, he's a, he, Russell's a year out from the wrist injury, which he came back way too early from last year. Uh, you get 
a big body guy in Cortland Sutton who has already had a breakout season somewhat. I think Cortland Sutton's going to be amazing this year. Uh, good rushing, should be a good rushing attack. Um, and I think Denver's defense is going to be uh, pretty good, so it should keep the offense on the field. You can look at that one of two ways. They're going to have to run the ball a lot just to drain clock. Or if they're playing good teams, Russ is going to have to throw and dig them out of a hole. Uh, I've got Kyler Murray at six. Uh, obviously, he's another guy that's just got uh, rushing upside. Um, no DeAndre Hopkins for six weeks. That's going right. to hurt him. But they did bring in Hollywood from the Ravens. I think Hollywood's going to have a very, very good first uh, couple weeks. Uh, you still got Zach Gertz there. Um, they did lose Christian Kirk, too, who's a speed, you know, over-the-top kind of guy. Um, but... Uh, you know James Conner in the backfield, decent. You know they've got a, a couple guys uh, back there. So uh, my number seven is Jalen Hurts. Uh, you add a guy like AJ Brown in, they're gonna have to pass the ball more this year. Uh, you know Miles Sanders is a big question this year. Uh, Philly loves Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott, so they're gonna have a you know three pronged running back. But Jalen Hurts is also very good at rushing the ball as well. Right. Um, you know, I, I think coupled with uh, A.J. Brown coming in and his rushing upside, uh, there's a chance he could end top three court fantasy quarterback this year. I think he's just got that upside. I drafted him in my league, so <laughs> a little biased on that one. Uh, Joe Burrow comes in at eight. Uh, obviously, that connection with Jamar Chase is just, you know, that's insane. T. Higgins is healthy. He was battling some injuries last year. Um you know, so he didn't reach his full potential with Burrow. Uh, so you got that. Uh, Tyler Boyd is still just super valuable, valuable as a pos- a possession receiver. Tyler Boyd's going to have his weeks where he goes for you know uh, good yardage and a touchdown. Uh, Joe Mixon and then his backup Chris Evans are both very uh, and Samaji P Ryan are very capable running backs. It's going to make defenses respect the run so that Joe Burrow is going to be able to do play action hit T. Higgins middle of the field or go over top to Jamar Chase. Uh, I've got Brady at number nine. Um, No Gronk this year, no safety valve for him is going to hurt a little bit. Uh, Not 100% sure when Chris Godwin's coming back. You still have Mike Evans, though. The dude's just a, you know, 1,000-yard, bunch of touchdowns receiver. He's great. They brought in Julio Jones, who from what you've been hearing a little bit here and there is that he's looking like the old Julio, um, not old age but you know <laughs> uh, old you know, julio yes old julio um and then uh you know two i think kind of uh brings brady down a little bit on my list is their offensive line is not going to be quite as good this year i do believe they lost their center um for quite a while and then there's some other questions on that line you know and brady Everybody bets on the age for him falling off the cliff. Obviously, it's foolish to do that even at this point, but I do believe he's going to be facing a little bit more pressure from defensive fronts this year, so that's why he's down at 9 for me. To round out my top 10, I got Dak Prescott. Uh, Obviously, Michael Gallup is hurt. They did not put him on the PUP, I believe, so he's probably still going to miss at least a couple weeks. Um... CeeDee Lamb hasn't been like a huge game-changing, game-breaking receiver that we have seen yet. He is very good, but he is not a world-beater yet. Um, 
Zeke is fully healthy, should help the rushing attack. And uh, Dak loves Tony Pollard, says he wants him on the field catching footballs. So there's a chance we may see Tony Pollard running in the slot quite a bit. Um, other than that, uh, you know, we were talking about injuries earlier. I think what does hurt Dak a little bit is the uh, injury to their left tackle. He is out indefinitely, um, one of the best in the in the league still uh, recently. So he's going to be facing some more pressure. So those are my top 10 quarterbacks. The next position we're looking at is running back. And running back in a non-PPR uh, league gives you no points per reception and therefore changes... Uh, how some of you would look at at drafting. Um, you know, we've talked about this at length. Um, our third podcast, or excuse me, our second podcast, talked about the different formats um, that we use and or that we look at mm-hmm. and in determining who to draft and uh, et cetera. So when you take out those point per reception, there's a real big difference between a Christian McCaffrey, a Derrick Henry, an Austin Eckler, etc. So uh, my top 10, um, obviously top one is top one in probably most, if not all leagues, uh, not only from a running back perspective, but an overall perspective. And that is Jonathan Taylor from Indian- uh, Indianapolis. Um, second for me is Christian McCaffrey. And it's, it's really close between McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it's literally two points. So one could say that, uh, you know, McCaffrey in a different setting would be a lot higher. I think the upside on a Derrick Henry is actually higher than a Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey hasn't made it out of the last two seasons without being injured. So that's also something to take into account. Um, I think I said a year or so ago, or actually maybe before the uh, we before we started looking at the draft closer, um, I said I was not going to draft McCaffrey no matter what. Luckily, in the one league that we've got our draft order set already, I'm 13th, so I don't have to worry about Christian McCaffrey being available. <laughs> So after Derrick Henry, I've got Austin Eckler, uh, followed by Joe Mixon. And again, like I said, all of these are, are pretty close. Um, I've got Cook coming in um, sixth from Minnesota. I've got Nick Chubb, um, who's probably higher than other people have him listed, but you know, I think, I think he's got a good chance to have a huge season. Um, then I've got Najee Harris. I've got Alvin Kamara, who all of this could change if he actually is suspended, um, especially if it's for six weeks. Um, again, that could be really at any point in the season also. Um, we remember when that happened with Tom Brady. It's not necessarily, uh, it's not going to be the first six weeks. It could be, you know, weeks 12 to 18. Who knows? Um, and rounding out my top 10 is DeAndre Swift from Detroit, who I think will have a good year. I think there are others who are very close behind that. And, you know, if you were to choose one of those above a DeAndre Swift, I could understand it. Again, these are, 
you know, subject to, you know, people have opinions. People don't want a certain type of running back. You may also look at strength of schedule and find that a couple of these players do not have advantageous weeks uh, 15, 16, and 17, which would be your playoffs potentially. So that's something else to look at and maybe gear or gauge how you're going to draft based on that information. All right. Yeah. So, uh, again, me with the, uh, the full PPR. So my list will be a little bit different. Obviously, you know, you get some of these guys, um, talking about Nick Chubb. Um, I actually do not have him in my top 10 just based on the lack of pass catching from him. He's a, he's a great running, pure running back. You know, that's why standard he is higher because he's going to have those games with, 90 plus yards a touchdown uh, but then you factor in some of these other things for some of these guys that I'll talk about and that's why for me he is he, he's just outside of the top 10 he's I, I believe I probably have him around 12 um, but yeah so let's get into it um, number one I have Jonathan Taylor of course yep uh, you know him being a second year guy uh, built <laughs> you know just built like a tank um, so, so far, injury risk is not uh, apparent. So, you know, health is the biggest factor for him. Um, you bring in, a, a, you know, Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz. Uh, Matt Ryan, I believe, even at this point in his career, is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Um, so you're looking at um, more opportunities to catch the ball. I know that was a big knock on him coming into the draft is that he did not catch that many passes at Wisconsin. Um, but he is actually a pretty good pass catching back so he's still going to get you all those rushing yards and uh he'll probably get a lot uh, quite a few more designed pass plays to him in the flat out of the backfield so uh number two is christian mccaffrey uh him and jt for me are very close uh you talking about not having to draft mccaffrey i had him the last two seasons yep because uh, I had the number one overall pick, and in uh, my family league that uh, my wife is in, um, I was pick number five, and guess where McCaffrey fell? Number five. Um, again, family league, somebody took Josh Allen at the third overall pick in round one. So, wow. Yeah, so he fell to me, so I had to take him. Uh, but you can't draft scared. Obviously, health is a huge factor with him, but if he's healthy, he is arguably the best PPR running back maybe of all time. He's he's going to get you your 80 rushing yards, but then he'll catch nine passes for 100 yards right. and a receiving touchdown, which is huge because you stack that extra point on top of it. Yep, PPR, um, PPR yeah. game changer. Yes, for sure. Uh, so he could potentially end, if he's healthy, as the number one overall back. Uh, number three for me is Derrick Henry. Uh, a lot of people at the beginning when you were starting to draft and see these lists comes out, had Derrick Henry fairly low because, you know, now we know he's mortal. <laughs> he's not just a, a right. freight train. Um, you know, so there is a little bit of that injury risk with him. But before that, uh, projections from where he was at, he would have smoked JT in the standings if he had carried on with what he was doing. He was just, he was insane what he was doing. Um, you saw him catching more passes, which has always been a knock on Derrick Henry. Yes, he'll get you 220 rushing yards and a touchdown, but yet again you have a guy like McCaffrey um, or my number four, Austin Eckler. These guys outscoring him PPR-wise because of those extra 
you know, anywhere from six to ten receptions, just right. pure points. Um, so, yeah, so like I said, I think, too, Derrick Henry this year might see some more stacked boxes. You know, you lose A.J. Brown in that offense, um, but you bring in Robert Woods. Um, they got a couple other guys in there, too, that, um, uh, you know, the rookie uh, with the asthma, <laughs> I can't remember his name right now. Um, but uh, so it's going to be interesting for their passing attack. Uh, number four, Austin Eckler, like I just said, uh, the guy had 20 touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. Insane. The only thing is you're probably not going to see that. He's going to have some touchdown regression, um, you know, but still if he can get you 14, he's going to be great. Uh, you know, like I said, Justin Herbert uh, was my number two quarterback. Um, he's just getting better and better. That offense is going to be so explosive. He's going to get his touchdowns. He's going to get, you know, he's a smaller guy, but they seem to like to use him as a workhorse. Right. They, they'll say they don't, but – his backups just aren't quite there. You got Josh Kelly, uh, and then the newly drafted Isaiah Spiller. Sounds like Spiller's been having some issues in camp and in preseason. So I think Eckler's just distancing himself as the true number one uh, running back for an amazing offense. Um, my number five is Dalvin Cook. Obviously, injury risk with him as well. He's been banged up for a couple seasons, you know, missing games here and there. Uh, Alexander Madison is one of the more capable backups in the league, um, in my opinion. Those dudes look like they were cloned. Like, they look very similar, but Delvin Cook's just, he's got it. Um, you know, as a Packer fan watching the game last year where they dumped a pass off to him and nine of our defenders just bounced off of him is frustrating, but he's a very, very good running back. Um, they bring in a new coach who is blowing up the playbook. You know, the Vikings were kind of in a Pete Carroll system-ish, kind of under Mike Zimmer. Established the run, which is great for Delvin Cook, but then you lose out on those reception points a lot. So um, with the new system and everything, um, he should be great. And Delvin Cook did not score many touchdowns last year, so he should have a positive touchdown regression. He should score more touchdowns, which is obviously going to, you know, is gonna help you just scoring more points. Um, number six is Alvin Kamara. If he doesn't get suspended, uh, you get Jameis in there. Obviously, he's not Drew Brees, but you got Jameis Winston in there. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas is back, sounds like he's healthy. Uh, Kamara's not gonna see stacked boxes anymore, even when he was. The dude's just so shifty, so quick, got great hands. You know, he's just gonna get it done. I think it's going to open up more for him this year. You know, they, they drafted Chris Olave, who is doing great in preseason so far. This offense, I think, is going to really open up. It hinges on Jameis if he can get it done. Um, but, you know, and then uh, I believe the Saints brought Mark Ingram back in. Mark Ingram's washed. He's not going to do anything. He might vulture a touchdown here or there in the red zone. He's just there to give Kamara a breather. Kamara's going to be out there all the time catching passes left and right. He's a he's a PPR monster. Has been forever. It's right. not going to stop unless he gets suspended. <laughs> yep. uh, number seven, I've got uh, Joe Mixon. Um, due to the Derrick Henry injury last year, really, and McCaffrey, Mixon ended up as the number, th- number three PPR running back. Um, he was losing third down work to uh, Samaj P. Ryan, you know, he'd be out there for the first two plays and then he was gone just because Zach Taylor, that's how he liked to run his offense. Uh, but Joe Mixon's very capable running back. He's going to get you 
uh, a lot of rushing yards. Um, and hoping this year Zach Taylor realizes that Mixon can't, he is a three down back. He's actually a very good pass catcher as well. So hopefully we see that uh, kind of same situation with Kamara, um, but with better quarterback play and receiving core. You got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, I believe they brought in Hayden Hurst for a tight end because they lost Uzama to the Jets. Um, this The middle of the field is going to be wide open for Joe Mixon. He's not going to see many stacked boxes. It's going to be a lot of easy, nice running lanes, and I believe the Bengals have uh, bolstered up their O-line. So obviously a better O-line means better rushing attack. Right. Um, number eight, and... This one was tough for me, uh, being a Packers fan. <laughs> it's Aaron Jones. Um, you lose Devonte Adams. That is a monster target share in an offense. Right. Monster. Usually, when a receiver like that leaves, your mind goes right to who's the tight end on the team. They're going to get all these passes. That's just kind of the way it goes. Actually, it turns out the running back benefits more from that open target share. Aaron Jones is a very good uh, receiving back and a good rusher. What's tough is the A.J. Dillon side of it Um, and losing Devonta Adams. You know, teams are going to be like, all right, we're just going to stack the box, get pressure on Rodgers. You know, we're just going to clog that up for him. Um, You know, A.J. Dillon is going to factor in very well, uh, and there is some injury risk with Aaron Jones as well. Uh, He usually misses a game or two, it seems like, every season. But he's just so good at at uh, running and and catching passes. He's gonna give you those big games. Um, so yeah, it was just tough for me to place him because of losing Devonte because it's a plus and a negative at the same right. time. And then the AJ Dillon is 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 very very good as well. So uh, number nine, I have Najee Harris. Um, the dude had like three hundred plus attempts last year. Just ru- I think rushing attempts even. Um, the only thing that brings him down for me this year is uh, no Big Ben, which people are like, oh, well, you know, you'd think that he would be um, higher. Um, Big Ben had a noodle arm and just dumped it off constantly to Najee Harris. Big Ben would wait two seconds and then just look for him. Um, you know, he's he's probably, uh, you know, they've said they don't want to work him as hard as they did last year, but the dude's very, very good. You can't not give him touches when he needs it um you know you're looking at i believe it's mitch trubisky gonna be starting i mean he's okay not great um so he might be able to open up the downfield side of it and get over the top like big ben couldn't so it should open up um you know the middle of the field for him um and then just you know their line is decent uh it should give trubisky time best hope for naji is Steelers uh, put in Kenny Pickett and just see what they got with him. He seems like he's probably going to be the best option. Uh, you know, rookie quarterback really melding with a good pass catching running back like Najee would really help him this year. Yeah. So, uh, rounding it out, uh, DeAndre Swift, a guy with huge, huge potential. Uh, last year, I think he was like the number six running back before he got injured. Uh, receiving upside, you know, up the wazoo with a guy. <laughs> he's just great. Great at creating uh, space, getting separation, um, and then just as a pure rusher, he's good as well. 
the uh, obviously the biggest downside is he's on the Detroit Lions. <laughs> um, you know, which they project probably to be a fairly decent team this year. Um, biggest thing is is Jared Goff. You know, is just an average at best quarterback. Um, you know, but you see Dan Campbell getting them riled up on hard knocks. I think they will be a little better this year, which is going to just boost DeAndre Swift overall. If he can stay healthy, he could. I I I feel he could end in that three, four, five, you know, overall range at the end of the season. So sounds good. Yeah. The next uh, group we're going to talk about are the wide receivers, and uh, in a non PPR league, my top ten are starting with Cooper Cup. Um, should have another big year, and he is quite a bit above uh, second and third. And my second and third are are Jamar Chase and Jefferson um, from Minnesota, and and they come in at the same exact number um, for projected fantasy points. So I'm you know I put those two together. Then there's another drop off, and you see Debo Samuel. Um, who is probably going to see many fewer touches uh, as a running back than he has in the past because he was not happy about that. Um, There's another decent drop to Mike Evans. Um, And actually at that same level is Devontae Adams. I think that he is going to suffer greatly from a uh, two things. I mean, you had probably the most accurate quarterback of all time throwing you the ball. You were also the guy in that passing offense. And now he's going to a place where, you know, there are different options. Uh, Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. What? No one <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, uh, Devontae... You know, he's getting to play with his uh, college teammate, so all the more power to him. I just don't see him having the same year that he's had in the past. Um, Stephon Diggs is is uh, my next um, wide receiver. And, you know, again, these, these are within a couple of points of each other. So Evans, Adams, Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, T. Higgins, Tyreek Hill. I mean, we're talking about fewer than nine points separating those receivers so you know that's a it's a group of receivers that unless someone gets hurt unless something goes terribly wrong those those are pretty much interchangeable choices draft choices i don't see you going wrong with any one of them um you know it's it's just one of those things where you could get huge numbers out of one. You may not get the same numbers out of someone else. Um, the thing to notice here is that in my top 10, I've got two Cincinnati Bengals. So that kind of shows you, and I and I had a, a running back from Cincinnati in my top 10 and a quarterback in the top five, I had three. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at Cincinnati is going to score points. And from a fantasy perspective, that is a great team to have players off of. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, my number one, I actually have Justin Jefferson at my number one. Uh, 
you know, youth, uh, you know, you want the young, healthy guys. Uh, I think, you know, last year, I think he might've been banged up a little bit. Um, but again, new head coach, um, I believe that's O'Connell from the Rams. Um, and you look at what Cooper cup did, uh, you know, just crazy, 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 uh, you know, one of the, one of the best receiving seasons, uh, you know, of all time. Um, Adam Thielen's getting old. He's up there. Uh, Adam Thielen is more of a red zone threat, but uh, you know Justin Jefferson is more of a catch the ball, make a couple of people miss, and he's gone. Right. Um, or he has the speed to break the top open. You know, get behind that uh, behind that corner or even a safety if he's playing up. And you know, and Kirk Cousins is, you know. Above average quarterback, they're they're gonna let. I think you know this year they say they they, they want to pass it. They're gonna open it up. They know what they have in Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, again Adam Thielen. Uh, you look at like a KJ Osborne kind of guy too. He I think is gonna step up this year and command a little more respect from defenses as well. Uh, so my number two is Cooper Cup. Um, you know, obviously like I said, you know one of the great great seasons of all time last year. Uh, you know, triple crown winner. Um, you know, the same system should result in the same outcome. Uh, you know, Stafford's elbow does cause some concern if, if you know, but that elbow sounds a little bit more like pain management than anything serious. Um, but, you know, if it is bugging him, if it, if it, you know, affects his throwing motion, anything, you lose a little bit of accuracy. You know, Cooper Cup's kind of that guy. He's an amazing technical route runner. You have to have that, that good connection and that, that accuracy uh, for him. Um you know, but him to you know, him and Jefferson are interchangeable. But mm-hmm. I just think upside wise, especially for PPR, um, I think Jefferson is going to be there because he's going to have those huge plays. Whereas Cooper Cup gets a lot of points because he gets a lot of receptions. Right. Um, you know, uh, he's going to have some touchdown regression. He had I don't even remember the number from last year, but he had a lot of touchdowns last year because they'd get in the red zone. And he'd throw, you know, Stafford would throw it three, four times to Cooper Cup. Um, you bring in Allen Robinson. I think hurts Cup in the red zone a little bit more this year too, because Allen Robinson is a big post up, you know, fade corner uh, route runner in the uh, in the in the red zone. Um, you know, and from what it sounds like, Robinson has been dominating camp and preseason. I don't know if he's played at all in the preseason, but he's been dominating camp. Sean McVay loves him. Uh, there's a reason they brought him in, so I think he's going to eat into that Cooper Cup production this year just enough that Justin Jefferson's going to be able to finish above him. Uh, my number three is Jamar Chase. Um, we all know what he did last year. I got personally victimized by him twice last year. <laughs> just, you know, it seemed like at least twice a game, once a game, he's getting a 60-plus touchdown. You right. know, he's just the guy's just talent you know so much talent uh can separate can make the contested catches good uh, red zone target as well um obviously you know like dan said uh he's got uh, t higgins in his top 10 as well um you know so higgins being healthy people are big on higgins this year which i I agree with um but jamar chase is the number one in that offense he's going to be on the outside running those go routes those those deep posts deep corners um you know uh, deep crossing routes and stuff and i think higgins is going to be a little more you know middle of the field shallow crosses stuff like that um but 
Jamar Chase is just just uber talented, young. Uh, him and Joe Burrow just have that that connection that it just seems like no matter what, at least one, one a couple times a game, they're gonna just take a shot, and it's gonna connect at least probably once a game where you're gonna get a huge touchdown for big yardage. And depending on your scoring, I believe if in in our league, if it's a forty plus yard touchdown, you get an extra point or two. I can't quite remember. So right. You just get that that extra value off of those long pass plays. Uh, number four, uh, Stephon Diggs. Uh, you know, just on a great offense with a with the, you know the potential probable number one fantasy quarterback. Uh, you know, Josh Allen has a cannon. Um, you know, you think of Stephon Diggs, and you think last year, like, oh, he was he was good. You know, he didn't he didn't win you any weeks by going nuclear. But he also wasn't losing you weeks. He, he just, again, knew what you were getting. Um, you know, this year they lose a Cole Beasley, you know, a good possession guy. Obviously got Gabe Davis uh, coming in who's got all the hype around him. Uh, Stephon Diggs is one of the best, you know, one of the one of the great uh, receivers in the game right now. It, it's just Josh Allen is so good too. Uh, defenses have to account for Josh Allen rushing it and rolling out and extending plays, and that's where Stephon Diggs is. He, he makes his money. He's he's very good at that. I uh, was very good at that on Minnesota when he was still there, um, you know, and should have a good positive touchdown regression this year. I don't think he scored that many touchdowns last year, um, so I think this year we're going to see some more of those boom games based out of necessity because Gabe Davis still is kind of an unknown. I mean, he had that huge playoff game, but that's one game. Yeah, you can't base a career off of that. We know what Stephon Diggs is. That's why he's my four. Uh, coming in at number five, uh, I have Devontae Adams here. Um, it's just hard to deny the talent. I mean, the dude, obviously with the Packers, is the best receiver in the game. There'd be no doubt in my mind if he was still on Green Bay, he would probably be my number two. I might switch him with Cooper Cup just because of what he's done you know, that connection with him and Rodgers. But obviously he's on the Raiders this year, so that brings him down quite a bit. Um, but if you take a very small sample size, you look at week one last year, uh, Derek Carr hyper-targets certain people in some games and in situations. Week one was Darren Waller had 19 targets just out of necessity. Um sounds like Darren Waller's not very happy right now so there's who knows what's going to happen there and then you got your possession guy Hunter Renfro who is a PPR machine because he gets all those possession you know receptions I feel my opinion is that Derek Carr because he's going to be so excited that he gets to play with his college roommate this year is going to in certain situations hyper target Devontae Adams just no matter what doesn't matter and Adams is the first read always you'd be you'd be stupid not to have him as the first read everywhere and he's a huge red zone target as well he's so quick gets separation can make the contested catch he's just he's so valuable in that situation they're going to use him for that so that's why I've got him at five probably also one of the best receivers I've ever seen um, hide the fact that a ball is coming to him yeah, um, you, you watch defenders when they're supposed to turn, like they do for everybody else, or put their hands up right. to contest that catch. They have no idea it's coming. Right, no it, just just an amazing presence on a football field when that pass is in the air 
and no one no one knows it's coming mm-hmm. but him yeah yeah you know what I'm saying uh number six I actually I've got Mike Evans here um guaranteed to get you a thousand yards I don't think he's ever gone below a thousand yards receiving in his career, I believe. Um, you know, red zone target. The dude is like six five or something like that. He's a he's a throw it up, let me go get it kind of guy. Him and Brady showed some great chemistry last year. Um, when I was making this list, when uh, there was some kind of questions, what what Brady was doing because he was just missing or he had some time off from the team, they weren't sure if he was coming back or not. Um, but you know, Evans is, he's just, he's, he's kind of, he's a guarantee. You know what you're going to get with him, you, you know, uh, potential top five, uh, you know, upside in him because of the yardage total, but also the, the catch that, you know, the touchdowns, um, Godwin, they're not quite sure when he's going to be back. So it could be the Mike Evans show for a couple weeks to start the season Granted, they brought in Julio, but I think Brady just knows what he's got with Mike Evans, and he's going to end up looking for him um, a lot. Right. Um, uh, number seven, uh, I've got Tyreek Hill. The dude is just so fast. <laughs> he's open constantly that even Tua, who is not the most accurate quarterback, will be able to get him the ball. Um, seen some clips to actually throwing some real nice deep down the field passes after Tyreek is burning a, a you know a safety in when they're running offensive drills or you know plays uh, doing live scrimmages and stuff like that. Uh, you just you just can't deny Tyreek his ability to find an open spot on the field to separate. He's just so lightning quick that he's gonna he's just wide open. You, you know, I, to uh, I, th- I feel is gonna have to try to not get Tyreek the ball this year. Um, sounds like Jalen Waddle is fighting a little injury right now too, so if he's banged up in the year, that just boosts uh, Tyreek's value on that team. Uh, number eight, I have C.D. Lamb. Uh, I know people are in love with C.D. Lamb this year. Uh, for me, uh, I, I've got no disrespect for the guy. He's just, like I said, I, we just haven't seen him command a game take over a game he's had good fantasy games but you look at a cd lamb versus um you know like like we were talking about before Devonte. teams knew the ball was going to Devonte. there's nothing they can do about it teams right. know the ball is going to cd lamb they can shut him down it, it, uh to me it just doesn't get a lot of that separation um but the reason why he's in the top 10 for me is just out of necessity. Michael Gallup, who knows when he's coming back. They have, uh, sounds like Jalen Tolbert, who has some upside as a sleeper this year, um, as their third. Uh, Dalton Schultz is going to be good, just out of necessity. Uh, Zeke is healthy. Um, he's a very good pass-catching back, so it could eat in, in, into some of the um, uh, proficiency for CeeDee Lamb this year. Uh, and like I talked about before in my running back list, Dak loves Tony Pollard. Uh, the team loves him. He's going to be out in the slot, which seems to be CD's kind of lane there, his position. So I think just all that coupled in, just out of necessity, really, he's in my top 10. Uh, number nine is A.J. Brown. Um, you're going from Ryan Tannehill, who's a, who's a good quarterback. Not great, good quarterback. And then you go to uh, Jalen Hurts, who... When you think of Jalen Hurts, he's a rushing quarterback, doesn't throw a whole lot. But if you watch the first half of last season, 
he was actually throwing the ball quite a bit, and he was doing it very well. Devonta Smith was having really good games right away. Um, you know, Dallas Goddard as well. Uh, A.J. Brown, he's just one of those guys that's just so uber-talented, it's hard to deny him. Um, he's just a big guy. Biggest thing for A.J. Brown is going to be health, too. Uh, he's banged up a little bit last year. Uh, so, yeah. You know, and then just in the red zone, too, Jalen Hurts' rushing ability. Um, I don't know if A.J. Brown's going to score to uh, double-digit touchdowns, which is going to hurt him. That's why he's towards the bottom of the top 10. Uh, top 10 is Debo Samuel. Um, you know, breakout season last year. Uh, he, he had so much value because he was getting so many carries out of the backfield. And then he, he because he's so good at that, they could throw a dump-off pass to him, and he's breaking it for a you know a 50-yard touchdown. Uh Moving from Jimmy G to Trey Lance this year, Trey Lance is just kind of an unknown. We don't know what he's going to get. Obviously, he's known as a, you know a little bit better of a rushing quarterback as well. Um, so that's just going to eat into the Debo Samuel stuff. Uh, if George Kittle can stay healthy, I think Trey Lance is going to find George Kittle uh, as a more preferred safety blanket. So we could see a lot of more you know dump offs and stuff to George Kittle, but Debo too. Just uber talented. It's hard to deny him, and that's why he rounds out my top ten. So for tight end, we're going to look at the top five. Um, my non PPR is uh, uh, the number one is old faithful Travis Kelsey. Um, doesn't necessarily get it done every time, um, but he's a top target, and with Tyreek gone, he's going to be a huge target. Uh, second, I have Mark Andrews from Baltimore. And the difference between those two is, is not huge, but it's, it's, you know, six, seven, eight points. So, you know, again, you can't really go wrong by drafting either one of them. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I've got at three. And there is a, uh, quite a drop off from two to three, um, probably about 15 to 20 points. Then I've got Darren Waller. Even though he's unhappy in Las Vegas, he's you know still going to put up the points. Uh, he's still an important target, and even though Devonte Adams is there, I think you're going to see him catch a lot of balls, especially in the the red zone. And then I round out my top five with George Kittle, who always is a a top tight end as long as he's healthy. Yep. Uh, yeah, my, my list is not very much, uh, not too much different. Uh, we, I believe, just have two players uh, swapped. Um, number one, Travis Kelsey. Uh, like Dan talked about, you know, just old faithful. Uh, you know what you're going to get. You know, some weeks he does disappear a little week, uh, a little, a little bit, but then he wins you outright. Will win you a week from the tight end position, which is such a huge advantage to get one, even any of these top five guys. If you can win your position week in and week out, it's such an advantage in fantasy football. You don't have to worry about it. You're not streaming guys, um, you know. So you know Travis Kelsey, obviously, you know, one of the great tight ends of all time already. Uh, just and out of necessity, he's going to be there. You know, he might be a little more consistent with those huge weeks this year because of the Tyreek Hill absence. Right. Um, uh, number two. Uh, Again, another guy just kind of out of necessity on his offense is Mark Andrews. Um, along with Jamar Chase, he, uh, you know, just beat me real bad last year. Just whooped my butt. Uh, 
the guy who had him had Jamar and Mark Andrews, um, and he's just one of those guys kind of, to me, almost feel kind of came out of almost nowhere, um, you know, but again, you lose a Hollywood Brown, uh, they're running back uh, questions with J.K. and Gus Edwards. Who knows where they're going to be at this year? Uh, Lamar's going to be running all over the place, uh, looking for that safety valve, I believe. Um, and Mark Andrews is it. Um, you know, he's just a big guy, good hands, huge red zone threats. Uh, he's just he's going to get it done again this year. Uh, number three is Kyle Pitts, um, and to me, I feel Kyle Pitts is so high just based off of the talent the dude is a wide receiver he's a he's a, one of the like the top 15 wide receivers and but he plays tight end um you know you go you got matt ryan um leaving and then now you've got marcus mariota in which might not be that much of a difference as people think uh but they really have no other options on that offense you know they got Cordero patterson still he's probably going to be in the backfield a decent amount uh, again this year um so you're going to be looking at kyle pitts uh he's going to get a bunch of catches probably a bunch of yards just because he is such a monster as a person <laughs> uh number four and this is i believe where we where we have the players swapped i've got george kittle um hear me say it again uh it's a little bit out of necessity again we don't know what we have with trey lance on that team if he's a a field stretcher or not um you know george kittle is a like the ultimate safety blanket you know trey lance running for his life or something he's gonna you know look for kittle um you know and kittle is a very good make a guy miss you know bowl somebody over with a hit stick and run for 60 yards he's very good at that um the only thing is the health for george kittle he's been banged up a couple years uh hard for him to stay on the on the field um but then shanahan is also a very good coach who is going to pull the most uh potential out of trey lance so it could be another very good year for kittle and then uh darren waller at the five uh the talent is there um Injuries a little bit last year. He was banged up, uh, like I talked about earlier with Devontae. Week one last year, Darren Waller had 19 targets. You know, so Derek Carr does look for him when he's in in a jam. Um, it's going to be the same. Uh, we'll see what kind of transpires. Like Dan said, he is a little unhappy uh, with Las Vegas right now. Uh, so hopefully they get that figured out because he is actually he's he's one of my favorite players. Um, I've had him multiple years, uh, and he's always been solid you know what you get with him that's why he's my five we hope you enjoyed this podcast um this is brought to you by fantasy rap which is fantasywrap.com hope to hear from you hope that you enjoyed the program and get back to us and let us know what you need thanks Mm -hmm.